Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that squad consists of Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, hey, it's me plus a baby. <laughs> and Micah. Has it, has it been 30 seconds yet? <laughs> no, it's been two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Still buffering. Yeah, two whole ass seconds. <laughs> so sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2022 Argentinian and Uruguayan film, Virus 32. 32 segundos para vivir o morir. 32 seconds to live or die. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Hit that music. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 298 of this illustrious podcast, and it is chapter two in our month of foreign horror. It, it's the good stuff. This is this is where the, the, the good movies pop up, apparently. So this was a Micah pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this is mine. Yeah. It's zombies, so naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I so, gravitate yeah. towards the mindless. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see. We talked earlier about how Micah felt about this, but I'm curious if he has any more um input to give to us. But we are doing a film that's from Argentina in Uruguay, a little co-op thing and you are gay yeah (laughs) and it tells the story of a mother that is not knowing that a ridiculous virus is happening but she has to find her daughter that gets lost in a club a gym club a fitness club yeah there we go fitness club uh where she's a security guard and there are smart zombies infected (laughs) Bad guys trying to get to her. And so it's it's a zombie film, but it's that new generation of zombies. Uh, the same type of zombies that Micah sometimes is fine with. And sometimes he's like, oh, they're smart. I don't like that. But <laughs> it's it's fun. I There has to be a pretty good handful of zombie films from other countries that are solid. Uh, One Cut of the Dead always pops up in my head. But this was really fun. I think this is the first Uruguayan, like, horror film. No. Um, oh, the last the, matinee. The last matinee. Oh, hey, two in a row that are fucking good. Uh, but uh, just I'm, we're gonna go around and I'm gonna bring it up again. But I enjoyed this. But Katie, uh, what did you think about Virus Thirty Two? Um, I liked it a lot there were definitely parts that pissed me the fuck off (laughs) but it was pretty good i'd watch it again micah okay here we go (laughs) (laughs) i I really enjoyed this movie it definitely felt like a happy marriage between 28 days later and 28 weeks later absolutely Like, like it took some of the 
better things from each of those movies. Yeah. Like one, one of the things is like the soundtrack really goes for that 28 days later vibe, which was really cool. And it was like, Oh, okay. So it's like, they didn't have to cram every scene into, you know, with action. They, they did the, the background, you know, music and stuff. It, it fit, fit really well. Um, <laughs> as much as I don't like smart zombies, they didn't really hammer home the point that they were smart. Like they did some smart things, but it wasn't like uh, the remake of um, Land of the What is it? Land of the Dead with uh, John Leguizamo. Yeah, Land of the Dead. Yeah. One that one gets a gun. Yeah, Leguizamo. But like where he's like walking around with a machine gun. Like what the? F- that's not a no. That's not the point of zombies. Stop doing that. <laughs> like damn, just call it like. Oh, they got some some rage or something that really made them want to kill you. You know, not zombie. Don't use that. Don't use that term if you're not going to make them mindless. Like that's that's the whole point of using the term zombie. <laughs> but. I did really like the after they kill or after they like expend a certain amount of energy, they have to like reset. reset. So it was like, okay, that kind of distracted from the smart zombiness, which was cool. And it wasn't overly smart zombies. They were just like sort of sentient. But I thought the filmmakers, the writers, the the whole team did a really good job avoiding a lot of pitfalls. And they really did a good job kind of giving this like a real kind of video game vibe. You know, there were there were scenes like walking through a locker room and like, you know, throwing throwing distractions and and walking through showers and it's like okay each shower has a curtain so any you know what what oh my god this is the longest shower room ever holy crap (laughs) you know it 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 did a good amount of like tension and anxiety build throughout some of the scenes which was cool uh it introduced some characters no real reason as to why they all ended up in this one kind of really run down nondescript out exterior building like you know (laughs) but uh yeah there there was nothing that was so blaringly distracting that was like okay well come on let's (laughs) this is all right let's move on so i don't really have a whole lot of complaints except for my major sticking point that i have about zombies and and their their smartness so no i i thought this was incredibly well done and and it this this felt like they cared about this project absolutely so i i definitely was here for it i'm glad we just kind of saw it and just like yeah that sounds good let's fucking go for it and yeah it paid off so i'm i'm very very happy with this movie emma oh yeah no i liked it um there were parts that i very much did not like there was one part in particular where i told micah la 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 tell me when it's over and then there was a second part when i said oh my god if this happens i'm out and yeah other than that that movie was great i thought it was good um it was enough of a small portion of a premise that it didn't feel like they dug too deep and had too broad of a storyline you know that it couldn't be covered in an hour and a half but it was good i really enjoyed this so i'm weird sometimes I want a horror movie that is just by the numbers, by the books, scary guy, 
or girl, scary thing is just killing off teens or adults or kids one by one. And then it takes, you know, the final girl or boy at this point and they take it out. Sometimes I'm in the mood for that. There's a reason I watch the movie Demon Knight a lot. It's one of my favorite scary movies of all time. It's just, it's just fun. It's just Jada Pinkett at the end fighting off Billy Zane. It's really cool. But sometimes I enjoy a scary movie that the rules change. Uh, the, some of the newer Halloween movies. And just, it was just weird. Uh, it, as much as we had issues with the last one, Halloween Ends, it was different. And sometimes different can be great. Uh, we got Mike, but then we got a new kid trying to be Mike. And it was weird and different. Um, you know, sans the romance, but it was really cool seeing someone else trying to be Mike in that. The same thing happens in this movie, usually with virus films and zombie films. Uh, you get a group of people and systematically they're going to get changed. This one's different. The group does not get bigger, uh, maybe one to two people. But then it's just them dealing with the issues with it. It's a lot like 28 Days Later. Uh, for the first like 45 minutes of 20 days later, you know, it's like the main guy and then he meets the girl, but then, you know, that family pops up and family gets smaller real quick. But I really like that they added a rule to the world of zombies, which there weren't that many rules. Uh, very much the if you get bit or scratched, you're probably going to turn into one, you know? Well, except for the fact that like all the people that did get bit or scratched didn't ever turn in this so that's still kind of yeah. left up to question i mean they, they showed the like palm of the hand thing but other than that they didn't really allude to what it was or where it came from or yeah i'm i'm curious but that's the one thing i kind of like in horror movies they don't really need to explain it it's just one day or a couple of weeks ago people just started going crazy here's the movie and i was like okay so this is not like a we found the cure this is not a cure situation or anything it's just it went bad and people are dealing with the fallout from it. I liked it. It's weird. I, I usually don't get played in a movie with double fakes and almost a triple fake. Uh, but this movie got me a couple times. Now, there was a scene that Emma, same thing kind of happened with Katie. Um, when a decision or a moment happened, and Katie's like, eh. I'm done with this movie, you know, it, when you don't have something to root for or something to hope that happens when that goes away, you're like, oh, it's just assholes in a room. I have no I don't care about anybody in this movie. And I stayed quiet because I was like, there's got to be something more to this because she's got to have a goal in this movie. And then we find out later it was a fake. And I'm like, oh, that's good. because. <laughs> I was also, Katie says what I'm thinking in my head, I just stayed quiet, but I was like, I kind of don't care about this person right now, no. but I got played like three times in this movie and I was like, shit, I just need to just enjoy the ride and not think about what's going to happen next. I, I like that. Sometimes I like getting tricked because I've seen a lot of movies and a lot of the time I'm like, okay, you know, uh, Mike is going to check out on that noise and he'll come back and then the thing will get in somehow. You know, that's just how it works. Uh, you know, if Micah goes outside and then, I don't know, there's another Micah in the house. You're like, what, who just went, oh, shit, you know? It's just sometimes you got to change up the formula a little bit. But I loved it. I found a review online, and it kind of says what I was thinking. So it says that this movie has many virtues. It's truly scary. 
It resorts to unexpected twists at the exact moments. It maintains detention at all times and proposes situations in which a there seems to be no possible escape. Um, this movie has this aura of there's no way to win. Uh, it's very depressing. And I, I'm i not the biggest fan of things like that. Sometimes I, I'm cool with it, but then I was like, this is so goddamn sad. <laughs> Uh, she she definitely resorted to, to some like 4D chess towards the end of the movie to escape yeah. a situation. It was like, okay, okay, you get, y- yeah, yeah, you, you fucking did it. Yeah, you got away from those unstoppable bastards. Good job. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, it's it's an enjoyable movie. I really liked it. Um, That's, well, for me, that's two movies in foreign horror that I enjoy. Um, Like I said, We've seen some not good foreign movies, but the majority of them are pretty fucking solid. So I'm very excited about the last three that we do. But we'll get through this story. This bad boy was 90 minutes. Um, so it didn't have a lot of time to to really play around. And so that's why I feel some people were a bit thin, just like character wise. But it's not really about them. Some of them got a goal, but it was, that was just kind of it, you know, Um but this is a Shutter film, so it was you know distributed by Shutter, and this one came out uh, the Brussels International Fantastic Film Festival, and uh, it won the category for Silver Raven, and it won. So I don't know what the Silver Raven is, but I'm hoping it's the the you know the biggest thing you can get. So, but like I said, we'll get through the story pretty quick, and then we will talk about our favorite and least favorite characters. There's only like four of them in this movie, so. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So we start our film with Iris. Iris. But they say it differently. It's not. Yeah. They don't say Iris. Yeah. Iris. Iris. And we learn that her and her, I guess they might still be together or they kind of or split at this point. But Javier, uh, they have a child and Javier needs her to watch their daughter one night because he is busy with his life and she's like i got work and all this stuff and i don't really want to watch this kid uh she seems like a very careless or kind of just a it seems like a mom that's like i'm kind of living my life and you're just gonna slow me down kid yeah and, she's very checked out yes and the second i saw that i was like mm, you're gonna get forced to care soon <laughs> real soon <laughs> so Iris takes her daughter Tata and they head to the sports club that she is the security at. Uh, this place is gigantic. And for one security guard, I don't, know, I don't know. I felt really bad in my head at this moment. I went, ha, she's taking her Tatas to the club. And then I died. <laughs> and while they're at the, the sports club, there isn't much for a kid to do. And so uh, Tata, she is just like sitting at a like a basketball court and why she, was it full of water when it was inside that's what i'm saying this whole place was just dilapidated and it had more water than that empty pool <laughs> yes <laughs> and she's on her like skateboard and she's scooting around just bored you know it sucks when you don't have anything to do as a little kid and so the power goes out and even before this moment they do a zoom out when they're walking to the club to meet for work and you see people just running on the streets and you're like, oh, that's weird. They're running kind of hardcore. 
yeah, because people are getting chased. And so she, uh, Iris and Tata are lucky to be on the specific street that they're on because they don't get jumped by crazy people out in the streets. It's very much a Sean of the Dead situation. Um, Sean is just lucky the one morning where he is hungover walking to the store that zombies just weren't in his path because he would have got bitten easily. It's just he's lucky. And Iris and her daughter, they were very lucky the way they they took. So power goes out at the club. And Iris tells her daughter that she's going to get the power going and just, you know, don't be afraid, you know. And we get a little bit of a backstory of why Iris is probably the way she is. Because at some point, they lost a little brother or a son at some point. And so she seems to be, I mean, obviously affected by the loss of her child. And so it is making her check out of the situation now with her still alive child. It happens a lot in books and movies where the parents like, oh, I'm I'm just fucked up. And like, well, I'm still here, man. You need to care about me. And it's like, oh, I never thought about that. I'm like, what? <laughs> but that happens, unfortunately. So we see that Tata is hiding because she actually sees some weird people running around. And Iris also sees these folks popping up. And Iris tells Tata to hide. And she has a specific knock that she'll do. So it's like, don't move or say anything to anybody unless you hear this knock. And she's like, okay. And so Tata goes to hide. Uh, And in fact, it hears her. They got some really good hearing and is trying to bash the door down. And then an infected runs another way. And then a set of arms snatch her away. Man, I hope she's all right. (laughs) So at this point, it's a little bit of a cat and mouse game. So we, there is one specific infected that keeps popping up and is just like the the boss of this movie but there are other ones that pop up and iris fights off a few of them and she decides that she's gonna hide because to her it just seems like crazy people out on the streets fighting people and attacking her friends there was one guy in like a like a little booth outside he's like hey that guy's crazy i called the cops on him he's fighting another hobo out there and then later uh, it's just blood coming out of that booth. I'm like, oh, that dude got jumped. So uh, it's very violent out in the world. So Iris is hiding from an infected that she fought earlier. And it, the infected is walking around like, I know you're in this room. I'm assuming you're somewhere. And then a cat walks by. And cat's like, hey, how's it going? What you doing under that table? And gets snatched up by the infected. And then the cat gets its ass kicked and i was like oh no and brutal yeah and so after killing the cat the infected freezes up or technically like goes calm for a while and so iris gets out of her hiding spot and looks at the infected and the affected man looks at her like oh hey how's it going and she scoots off and she's like what the fuck was that (laughs) so iris she meets luis and he needs help. And he, Luis actually helps Iris out because an infected, like, they run into the uh, a pool and they learn an infected can't swim because they're all hard breathing and just mouth open. And you shouldn't do that when you're in water because you drown really fast. And I was thinking about that. I was like, he shouldn't be able to swim. And he just drowned. And they were like, oh, shit. Iris is like, hey, I need to find my daughter. 
And Luis is like, oh, I think I've seen your daughter. You know, she's got the cast and all this and that. And you're just like, yeah, where, where was she? I'll tell you, but I need you to help me with my family. And Iris is like, what the fuck is happening? And so we see that Luis has a wife. Her name is Miriam, and she is pregnant. Congratulations, Luis. She's also infected. And Luis is, uh, it was in what, Dawn of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead. Makai Pfeiffer and his wife or girlfriend, whatever, uh, she was pregnant and she was infected. And so he kept it hidden. And then the baby was like, I'm a zombie baby. I'm like, holy shit. So Luis needs help with his family because, you know, even though she's infected, Luis is like, no, she's still there. It's still my wife. I need help delivering the baby. So he said, I'll tell you where your daughter is after the fact. When my baby is delivered and safe, then I'll tell you where your daughter is. And she goes to threaten him a few times and he's like i am crazy i will kill you and she's like okay i'll help you out real quick because you are he's got that crazy strength and that's that's a person that's i uh, got nothing to lose they get real strong so iris she finds her boyfriend husband fiance dead in the pool so he looks like he came to meet them to pick up the daughter and he got his ass kicked in a drained swimming pool. That sucks. And he's like, well, looks like you're going to have to watch her a little bit longer because I'm going to die. And then zombies pop up everywhere. And Luis tells Iris, is like, hey, uh, they're going to mob us soon. And I don't have enough bullets to take out this horde. And when I shoot one bullet, more are going to come. So we are going to die in here. And so Iris has a plan. She has these sweet ass flares. And they smoke off the pool. It's a really cool scene. Um, uh, the the filmography and the colors of this movie, it was pretty cool. For being that it's a club that is habitually dark, they did a really good job with the coloring and the lights in this movie. And I guess you have to when 80% of the movie is in a non-lit room. You have to do pretty good. So they let off the flares and the infected can't see them which slows them down i seem and they get out of the pool and she is going to i don't know go over to miriam the zombie mom and another zombie comes up and like touches miriam's stomach and then puts her face to the stomach and they look at each other and they don't say words but they kind of communicate and miriam the zombie is like I got a baby. It's coming. And the other zombie's like, holy shit, congratulations. And then uh, Iris pops out and is like, leave her alone, you know? And Luis pops up and kills that one zombie with a heavy object. And they're like, we gotta go. We gotta scoot. So it's time to deliver a baby, y'all. Oh, no. <laughs> and the baby is born. Hooray, it's a boy. Uh, Luis starts being real dumb at this point. And he's like, oh, the baby needs skin-to-skin contact with the mom. Mm. And Iris is like, I wouldn't put the baby over there because she's infected. He's like, no, it's she's the mom. She won't hurt the baby. I'm like, mm, that's not really your wife anymore. The lights click out and Miriam runs off with the baby. So this is the, uh, the spot of the movie. I was like, man, they better not do anything to this baby. So Miriam the zombie is holding the baby. And she is just inches away fighting from, from yes, hitting it. 
from just crushing this newborn baby. And hooray, Luis shoots her before the baby is harmed. Hooray. I, <laughs> I didn't want to see that, that. That moment was the most. I had no idea what happened because I plugged my ears and closed my eyes and I told Mike, I was like, nope, tell me what's over. Yeah, it was it was a very tense moment because it's a, it's a zombie and zombies do one thing really good. They hurt things. And you can see just the struggle in the zombie's like body and face of like, I really want to do this, but I don't want to do this. And I'm like, holy shit, this is it's cool to see. But I'm like, it's not cool to see at the same <laughs> the same point. So Iris, she scoots off because she wants to find her daughter and she finds, well, Tata's cast on her arm. It was cut off, it seems. And she finds a corpse in the furnace. So it looks like Luis grabbed grabbed her and tossed her in the furnace and had no intentions of showing Iris where she was going to be. It's like, oh, yeah, your daughter's still alive. Just over there. Help me first and I'll, and I'll help you out. Probably was going to try to kill her afterward, but she scooted off. Um, Iris finds a gigantic gun and the music at this point just absolutely sounds like 28 days later and she is going to shoot herself in the head she was going for it and then she sees some of the fingerprint scanners in this club that's how people um that are working i guess they clock in and stuff some of the scanners are off which means that someone tried to do the scanner and it wasn't their fingerprints weren't in so it made a red light and since she's the only person that was in that night it's either green or not on so she follows the trail of fingerprint scanners, red scanners, to a room. And she knocks on the door and Tata opens the door. Hooray! A double fake. And I was like, you fucking movie. You made me think that kid got burnt up. Earlier absolutely. In, yeah. Earlier in the movie. Absolutely devastating. Like that yeah. was, damn, that was a really well done scene. Yeah. You shouldn't have me fucked up. That was the moment I was done with this film. <laughs> yep. When they look at the furnace thing and there's the, the girl's body in it, and then Edith like is about to kill herself and just like walks out and is just fucking devastated. I was done because I didn't give a shit about Edith. That's not that's not the relationship that I cared about. the The one way relationship of the viewer and Edith didn't matter. It yeah. was Edith and Tata, and well, got, when they supposedly got rid of Tata, I was fucking done. I was like, <laughs> well, I'm done. I don't give a shit about this movie. And, and the other thing about that scene was they gave Edith her moment to have that just absolute grief and, and just yeah. absolute Aww. downfall, yeah. just pure emotion reaction. But they didn't forget about the zombies because the zombies all heard her yelling and screaming. And so they were like, oh, what the fuck was that? Let's go. Yeah. You know? So I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, here we go. God damn. What's going to happen next? Yeah, and then it's, she pulled the the tried you know was gonna pull the gun on herself. So I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Yeah, it's it's solid. It's a solid like five minutes of the movie, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I I thought the girl was be safe. This sucks. Oh, she is safe. Hooray! <laughs> That's still the goal of keeping the kid alive. So earlier in the movie, there was a random man and his daughter on the camera, and Iris sees this and. I guess that's their like clue for you to remember. Oh, that's the girl that's in the furnace. So at some point, Luis 
talked to that dude and probably wanted help. And then the guy was like, oh, your wife's a zombie. And he's like, well, you're not going to help me. And probably kills that guy. And then dumps the girl in the furnace because she's not going to help him. So uh, Luis, for sure, killed some people before this because he was looking for help. So um, that's all I can ascertain from that one moment. So I, it makes me like and hate Luis even more. Uh, he's a great villain because he has good intentions. It's the best villains. He's like, I just want my family to be safe. And I'm like, ooh, she's a zombie. <laughs> so uh, Iris and Tata, now with a new goal in their heads, getting the fuck out of this like zombie-infested club. So they use, I wrote, a gaggle of rats. I don't think a group of rats are called a gaggle, but it made me laugh when I wrote it. So they use a gaggle of rats to make the horde calm down. So Earlier, Iris learns that after the zombies kill, quotation mark, or beat up something good enough, uh, they freeze up for 32 seconds. So using the rats as something just moving, the horde kills the rats, and then they all freeze up. I assume they killed the rats all at the same time, I guess. And so, uh, as my notes say, the longest 32 seconds go by. So... She has her phone out. She's like, okay, 32 seconds. And it proceeds to take 30 seconds to get out of the door and take a step toward the zombies. I was like, fuck, man. So it's not real time. I was like, fuck. Um, The tension is high uh, as long as you don't count. It's like in movies where people take a deep breath and go underwater. And, you know, someone can hold their breath. 75 years have gone by. Yeah, like the scene is 10 minutes. I'm like, you can't hold your breath that long. But it's more of every scene. It's all mushed together. So... uh, it gets bad. They get toward close to the end of the horde and they start waking up. And then one zombie grabs Iris's hand. She's like, actually grabs a girl's hand and like, uh Oh, Oh shit. She pulls out the gun and clicks it. Uh, it's done. Have bullets. I'm like, Oh, that fucking sucks. And so she grabs a pipe and fights through the horde. Uh, she's swinging for the fences out there. She's going yard y'all. And she gets through. And then we get a scene where, it's just music is the loudest part of it. And the girls are running through this club as zombies pour out of every door and window imaginable. It's very much like, and I thought about this, Micah, it's like days gone when you fight those super hordes and they just pop out of every nook and cranny. You're like, sweet Jesus, as you're running away from like 200 zombies. Dude, fuck the end of that game, man, where you're just like, everything you go to, hey, there's a new horde. Hey, there's a new horde. Oh, and by the way, the horde that you beat in the game is still there. You have to go back and beat it again. And it's like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Zombies are like, round two, asshole. <laughs> so uh, they are running off. They get outside. Hooray. They hop into a car, and they put sheets up on the windows. And I was like, oh, maybe if the zombies don't see you, then they'll, like, ignore you. No, these zombies go straight for the car and they break it open. I was like, what are they going to do? Fake. They weren't in the car at all. She used her pipe and set it up on the gas pedal and the car just drives off. She pulled a 23 skidoo on those zombies and they climbed into the sewer. So in the sewer, they hear a baby crying and they find Luis and he's all fucked up. And Luis tells Iris that you need to take care of the baby. Head out to the sea if you head that way. You can get out, get to the water, and get to a boat, and sail out of here. Unfortunately for them, the first infected guy is the businessman. Uh, I believe his name is the executive. Is his name? 
and he comes out and he has a really cool entrance. He like hits his arms together and makes like a crazy sound. And he's like, you got to get through me if you want to be alive. And so Iris tells Tata, turn around, baby. And when you don't hear any more sounds, I need you to run off because you'll have 32 seconds because I don't expect to win this fight. And she's like, oh, and Iris for sure gets the shit kicked out of her. Uh, the zombie like is like jumping up and stomping down on her. I was like, God damn. Yeah, she like, got absolutely rocked. Yeah, it was bad. And I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, she's sacrificing herself. It'd be nice because I saw you fight off a horde of zombies like 10 minutes before this. It'd be nice if you tried to fight them, but maybe you were tired. I don't know. And so the executive, the infected guy, he calms down because he's like, man, I beat the shit out of her. Time for a 32 second break. And so Tata, she has a flashback, a dream of the family in better times. And she wakes up and uses a staple gun and staples the infected guy in the head. Good job, Tata. So now it's up to Tata to take care of this little boy in this very depressing world. Oh, wait, no, wait. Iris is alive. Hooray! <laughs> and Iris gets up, and now she's like, man, I got my ass kicked. And they head off into the city to get to the docks, and they zoom out, and uh, this city's kind of fucked up. So hopefully things are better somewhere else. And that is Virus 32. A very short and compact sweet-ass film. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in Virus 32? That would be Tata, the little girl. Um, all she wanted was to hang out with her mom, and her mom was shitty as fuck. And she was just struggling to deal with the fact that her parents, like, didn't get along. And she didn't want to be alone, understandably, in this big-ass fucking gym area that her mom was making her, like, yeah, go do skateboard tricks and basketball, and I'll be on the other side of the fucking giant hotel size area that we're in yeah, this place was gigantic it was so goddamn big it was meant to be like a boys and girls club but this shit was fucking ginormous oh yeah i mentioned that to micah too and i was like how many fucking basketball courts and giant pools do you have up in this place like yeah it was what the fuck huge. it was fucking huge um i get lost on the staircases alone this was like the Harry Potter changing staircase. Yeah, it was set up like a, YMCA. like a fucking maze. So Tata was my favorite. She, though she was like a scared little girl, like throughout a big chunk of the movie, um, she stepped up when she needed to and she reacted exactly how she should in a horror film um, or in this kind of situation. Like she did really well, you know, staying quiet doing her thing and i really liked her micah uh Edis was my favorite obviously everything past the original intro you know <laughs> she was just kind of a after she stopped being but shitty. when you find out why she's being shitty like you can kind of cut her some slack but it's you still got a kid man that's because your kid's older that doesn't mean you get to fuck around like that and uh I thought it was devastating when she runs into her ex in in the pool and he was like you know where's where's nico it it's you know it's his birthday today right and i was like oh yeah 
But, you know, once you know that she basically lost her kid and then was just like, yeah, no, fuck everything else. I'm broken. So I'm going to go drink and smoke and do whatever the fuck I want while working as this night person at this gym. Um, But third act, Edis was just like fucking no, man, I've I've played this game before. I know how to I know how to work my way through this. Like, dude, that fucking that fucking nail gun was everything to her at the end. You know, posting up the thing. She's like, okay, look, we're gonna get out of here. And then in the manhole cover, and then just no, she she was a total badass by the end. You know, had a rough start. You know, she made some shitty life decisions. You know, out of trauma after trauma. So I mean, it's you know there's there's like oh you know fuck you know but but you know one of those situations so i thought they did her character really well in that because then you're like you're supposed to be conflicted about you know her her personally yeah so you know i i don't know i just thought her character was very well written and and performed very well and the fact that she kind of looks like a latin american version of ashley johnson uh (laughs) you know was also kind of just like oh hey that's (laughs) <laughs> it fits the zombie theme very well okay right cool. perfect <laughs> oh yeah no she was my favorite emma tata just because she was like well i guess i have to deal with this so i'll make the best of it <laughs> and then she just legitimately focused on surviving and that was it which is what you should be doing in this situation so but she was cute she's cutie so tata so, hear me out, gang. My favorite characters were Luis and the executive. Now, like I said, hear me out. Hear me out. At a point, Luis stopped being my favorite character because obviously he's the villain of this movie. One of the villains. So, Luis, when he first pops up, he's like, I need help with my family. And a smile came onto my face. And I was like, dude, he's already fucked up. I know he is. And he's like, just help my wife she's pregnant oh fuck and it just every scene with him in it he little by little was getting worse and i was like oh this is nice because like i said it's good intentions he has a family he wants them to be safe he wants his wife to deliver the baby and then they're all gonna be happy and together again and it's at a certain point and i don't know if he's just losing it or he didn't have it to begin with he just I don't know, couldn't accept that she was a zombie and she might hurt the kid, but he did shoot her. So it's it was a weird character. He was terrible. He was absolutely terrible. But like I said, it made me smile. I love a good villain and they don't have to be like twisting their mustache. Yeah, I'm evil. Just be that guy that's trying his best to keep everything together, but he doesn't care who he kills to get that far. And which was yeah. fucking great. Uh, the executive didn't even have to talk, but he was very scary every time he popped up. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to have to fight. And I feel bad that he that Iris didn't like actually scrap with him at the end and put it up to the girl to kill. I was like, oh, but it's all right. So I am frustrated that they started that wrist clicking thing with him and then never did anything about it. Yeah, I mean, I was very curious. I was hoping that would be a thing they all did, but no, he just likes clicking his wrists. I was like, okay, (laughs) that's weird, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, Katie, who was your 
least favorite character? That would be a combination, Luis. <laughs> um, for all the reasons that Otis liked that guy, fuck Luis, and uh, three quarters of the movie, Otis, because she oh, yeah. also sucked. Yeah, before she had a goal, she was not good. Yeah, nope. she she was straight trash for a big chunk of this movie. Um, before she like it kicked in, and it was like, oh my god, like I gotta figure this shit out. <laughs> And then Luis was just like, he was hiding shit from the beginning. He was hesitant to tell her about his wife being a zombie. And then he couldn't accept the fact that his wife was a zombie and was trying to like, it really, he was, I was done with him when he was like, oh yeah, Tata's safe. She's in this room. And I'll tell you which room after you do this thing for me, when he was like blackmailing her. I was like, you better not have fucking hurt that little girl. No, I was fucking done. Absolutely. Fucking done with Luis. <laughs> and then when he tried to put that baby on the mom for skin to skin contact, I was like, you dumb motherfucker, just take off your shirt. Skin to skin contact will work just fine if you put the baby on you. It doesn't have to be on well, the mom. You're fine. The mom <laughs> is fucking gone bro he, he definitely gave me the vibe of those dads that are like oh yeah i never changed a diaper never even acknowledged my baby until it was old enough to play sports like fuck yep. those guys yeah yeah no, he seems like he's not a good dad yeah micah i mean the easiest answer is Luis, but i'm gonna go with my abstract answer of uh the the zombie that starts the movie off and then comes back in the end i, I call him patsy zombie <laughs> Fuck that guy because he was the smartest thing about the the smart zombies in this, and I don't like that because it gave me real bad Twenty Eight Weeks Later vibes, and I really don't like that movie. So, um, yeah, fuck that zombie. Yeah, Emma, movie sucks. Louise, because for all the reasons that Katie said, I don't have to say him again. Like he was a piece of shit. That baby tipped the scales for me. I was already leaning towards, wow, I don't like you. And then that baby thing happened, and I was like, ooh. Ooh, no. No, that's not okay. So, yeah. Uh, I'm on the Luis train. He's not a good person. He's your favorite and least favorite as well. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The way he made me smile, like when a good villain pops on screen, you know they are the villain. It could just be a person. Uh, in Final Fantasy 15, and this is a pull, but there's just this weird hobo man that keeps popping up. And he's like, Hello, Katie. I'm glad you are here. And you're like, I like looked at him, I'm like, You're the fucking villain of this. I don't know how or why, but you're the bad guy. And then at the end, he's like, Haha, you didn't know I was the villain. I'm like, Yeah, I did. <laughs> you look evil you're just here and i don't understand how you're surviving things he's like because i have full of evil magic I'm like makes sense fucking trap uh no no Luis is a crap person uh, how he made me feel that's what i liked i guess but no he's he's bad he's not a good dad he um usually in zombie films at some point uh the real shitty you know alpha guys um the ones that are like, oh, if you wipe your ass, you're gay. Those kind of dudes. Uh, they think they got to put the whole team on their back and like, oh, you got to be tough and do this and that. Uh, those dudes, they usually die in situations like this. 
Uh, and that's a real thing. Um, apparently, if you clean your ass properly, it makes you gay. So I saw that online. That's huh. that's that alpha stuff. Alpha males don't wipe their asses, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, they also that's don't special. wipe their I saw a video or I saw a thing pop up that Ben Shapiro put out a video that's just 45 minutes of him burning Barbies. Yeah, Barbies make you gay. I'm sure. G-H-E-Y. Gay. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you're playing with a barbie good so anyway that's my uh alpha alpha male impression so let's do seven word synopsis so i have three of them uh my first one is iris iris sorry not iris i've american that uh iris got her brakes beat off jesus um when she's like round three asshole and then just it's a one-sided fight i'm like come on Katie and I, we wanted to re- redact the final fight and be like, maybe Iris comes in for a swing and it hits the guy a couple times and then she gets thrown into a wall and gets knocked out. And then the guy is beating her up. And then it's like, oh, sh- yeah, she got hit on the head and the dude's beating her up. Yeah, she's for real dead. And then the girl comes in with the staple gun. That would have been better, but not just a one-sided fight at the end. I was like, I don't know. I didn't get as much joy from the kill because I was like, I don't know yeah my second one is 32 second rule was a cool addition uh like i said i love when you can add something to the genre of any horror movie and it kind of feels fine i liked it um and my last one is i love a good returning zombie fight just like in um oh the original day of the dead where the army zombie bubs comes out with the gun at the end he saves the day um, I love when a zombie just is lucky and just keeps avoiding death and is like, oh, good thing I was in the back of the line. Cool. I'll walk up first now. I'm like, hey, he's going to make it. <laughs> so seeing the executive make it all the way to the end and somehow follow them like he's an expert tracker was weird. But fuck it. <laughs> zombie, he was smart as balls, I guess. Katie. Virus makes shitty mom become better mom. Yeah, she sure did put a team on her back after that. Micah. 32 seconds valiantly offsets stupid smart zombies. Um, what was the other one I had? Um, no, I know I have one written down, but I, there was another one I came up with. Um, <laughs> nope. Still don't like smart. I still don't like smart zombies. <laughs> um, damn, what was the other one? I don't know. I should have I should have just written it down in my head. I was like, I'm no, I don't remember. And then I came up with another one, which is the one I said. That's what Katie I, says to me, man. She's completely like, down. I'm like, I got this. I got it. And I'm like, what, what was it? <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> and it's, uh, moving on. Okay. Um uh, clicks coconuts. Here's nothing. Yes. Come, Patsy. Damn, <laughs> I was gonna do okay. Now I remember it. <laughs> Go ahead. King Arthur should have said come patsy (laughs) and then i said no explanation for wrist clicks got it yeah just a cool thing he does right family drama (laughs) family drama sure knows how to appear yeah jesus and then my alliterative circular scar symbolizes severely super speedy sickos heck yeah so this film Released April 21st, 2022 in Uruguay. I believe it was Uruguay. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. I was trying to I was trying to look up that film you festival. Are <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to look up that film festival and it's like a bunch of people who really like D D got together and made this like uh film festival that like a lot of it is horror, sci-fi, like cool. nerdy, like, and then of course there's other films as well, but it's like, you know, they're, they're like donation classes or like you could be wizard or, or, oh my or gosh, you know, all these things. And I'm like, holy shit, this sounds fucking awesome. And I really want to goddamn go. Yeah. That sounds amazing. But I was, I, I was trying to look up the awards cause you know, you said it got the Silver Raven Award. I I think I saw that there is a Gold Raven as okay. well. So, yeah, they they just have you know their their I guess the Raven is their award, and then they have the Gold, Silver, Bronze. But that's cool. Thing. I like it. I like it. So, uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was? Uh, it's in just dollary dues. Uh, remember, for box office, that this film was came out film festival things but what do you think the budget was katie i said a uh, 500 dollar dinks 500 dollar dinks emma the u.s equivalent of two dollar dues two dollar dues micah four dollar dues four dollar dues so the estimated close closest to the pin budget was 1.5 dollar dues so you know, they did this, and I don't know if it was all in the same building, but this gigantic building. Uh, one scene, she was hiding in a locker, and Katie's like, this locker's big as fuck. And I'm like, well, yeah, oh. you gotta put the camera in there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the shower room was gigantic. Like, I don't know if this was just one big-ass warehouse that they switched things around. Uh, but I don't know. It seems like a dollar do is the, the best like the uh, I don't know, it seems protocol for some movies. So, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Well, now I gotta like change my answer. Um, I'm gonna say, I you know you said film festivals only, yes. right? So, yeah. I'll I'll stay with my answer. One dollar do. Emma. Katie. Sorry. <laughs> you said sorry. She's God damn sorry. it. Sorry, not sorry. I'm gonna go with nine hundred and ninety nine dollary dinks or nine hundred and ninety nine thousand dollary dinks. <laughs> Micah, uh, two hundred dollary dinks. Check out the big brain on Micah. The box office was one hundred and forty five six hundred and fifty eight dollary dinks. <sighs> now that sounds depressing, but this film got some nasty reviews. Nasty isn't good. Sorry. Uh, uh, amazing reviews. People like this movie is awesome. And it got distributed by Shudder. So it is on an app that people want to check out scary movies. Can check it out. This is where we saw it. So once again, just like with The Collector and Collecting and Collection one day. God, if I hit the lotto, we're getting a third Collector movie. If I hit the lotto. But it's just those films and Hatchet films. They don't make their budgets back, but people enjoy them. And so it seems like this film was enjoyed by people. So, you know, hopefully this director wants to do some more stuff in his genre or just make another scary movie. Uh, It's like those A24 films we watch. Now, sometimes they're a bit polarizing, like Hereditary. I thought it was one of the coolest movies ever. Katie was like, that was weird. 
which <laughs> is also one thing that uh, apparently all of the actors and stuff on strike uh, SAG-AFTRA has actually approved several A24 films to go on with production because they're meeting the demands of the the strike. Good job, so, A24. Good on A24, Ooh. man. Let's keep the independence rolling. So, so Michael, you're saying that it it doesn't take like pulling teeth to just make sure everyone's financially like secure. Right. I'm upside down right now saying, boy, that's a, that's a strange, that's a strange concept. <laughs> weird. It's so weird. They make it sound like it's legit. They have to like sacrifice a baby to get this money to people. Uh, well, they tried in this film. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the name thing. Just give people money so they can live, you know, fuck it. Whatever, you know. Um, One less ivory back scratcher for the the yeah. fat cats. <laughs> Wait, oh, I can't get three boats. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. So minority kill count. Uh, I think that's a big old zero because everybody looked the same. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks the same. No one's different. Um, so the number is still three hundred and seventy three. And Tito Turtle, and a house, and a plane full of vampires, and a weird uh, YMCA full of zombies. So, <laughs> does anybody have anything else to say about Virus Thirty Two before we get out of if here? For some reason, you are listening to this episode and you haven't watched this goddamn movie. Go fucking watch this goddamn movie. But be warned, it's rough. Yeah, it's it's a wild ride, but. It is enjoyable. It is just, it is a very wild ride. So with that, that is the end of this episode. So if you have any really cool fun facts about, I don't know, a gaggle of rats or, or a virus or, I don't know, getting beat up and being quiet for 32 seconds, you can tweet that shit to Katie at... AllentownPod. We have an email to this. AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at... AllentownPresents. So that was episode 298 in the pocket, in the books, out of sight. We are two movies away from 300. And boy, howdy, that's going to be very dangerously one movie away from the Halloween Screamathon this year. So uh, it's going to be, we'll have one movie in between, a little buffer movie. And we'll celebrate 300 and then 301 will be the last foreign horror. I believe it's five. We'll even have cake. We'll get sugar drunk on an episode. Right? I can't remember if this this month is five. I thought it was five. I believe so. Yes. So 300 and 301 and then 302 will be the beginning of the Halloween Screamathon. Season five, y'all. Great. If we planned right, we should have just took two movies out and just stayed quiet. (laughs) But the numbers, Katie, the editing. This is episode five. <laughs> Just me pissed off. I had to go back and change stuff. So uh, the music you're not listening to anymore because I talked uh, way too much. That is Flipping the Combined Effort. Flipping the CE anywhere you can find them. A studio pizzas. Thank you so much for the artwork. Uh, I love foreign horror. It's a very cool genre of movies or a subsection of movies. <laughs> Just uh, what type of horror do you like, Otis? Foreign. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm very pumped about what choices my friends give. Uh, cause when I make choices, it's like 
shitty ass eighties movies and, and, and <laughs> monsters and weird teeth things. That's that's my shit. So I like when you know people pick things. I'm like, damn, that was fucking solid. I'm glad. You know, because if it was me, it'd just be weird tires and and puppets killing people. That would all we would watch, and I'd be happy. <laughs> heaven. Uh, but no, I'm very pumped. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another foreign horror film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Oops. Okay, did anybody set my timer? Because I, I don't know if it's been 30 seconds yet. Um, also, I'm back from the beginning. I wanted to make one last appearance before I got a staple to the head. So, um, th- thanks for listening.